Welcome to the Unicorn Club Audio Journal Podcast. Today is October 23rd, 2020. I just want to, excuse me, I just want to get into this podcast because I have been thinking about this over the past two or three days. And I really wanted to talk to my therapist about it. Um, but the session had went by so quickly with us talking about other things. Um, I didn't get the opportunity to talk it over with my therapist. And then next week, um, we don't have a session. So I'm thinking it's not meant to be. So I'm just not going to mention it to my therapist. However... This is something that is on my mind. So, sorry about that, tribe. So I told you guys about this situation with my friend and her fiancé in the supermarket and this whole thing. And for whatever reason, whatever I'm going to learn at the end of this, um, it must be important. And I say that because it has been bothering me for the last few days. And this is something that transpired about three weeks ago. So, you know, since I was 18 years old, I've noticed how people choose their significant other over their family and their friends. People do not try to find balance. Most of the time, men feel like they're stuck in the middle. Let's say, for instance, their wife and their and the mother don't get along. The man feels like he's stuck in the middle and he tries to stay out of it. While women choose the man, whether it's their boyfriend, their fiance, or their husband, they choose the man. They'll even choose the man over their children. I just had a thought. I just had a thought. So I just remember that um, I do have a friend from um, high school. Uh, I want to talk to her. Sorry. I have a friend from that I've known from high school, and I'm like, yo, she totally has wisdom. And I know that she would tell me um, the wise thing to do. Not anything that's fair, but something that is just. It's just. And um, so I just had to send her a text to see um, if she had time to talk today. But anyhow, so men would feel like they were stuck in the middle while women would just straight choose the man. And... 
I've had some male friends drop our 20-year friendship for the girlfriend. Hold on. Okay, so I'm back. I'm officially back. <laughs> I'm officially back, Chop. I, I'm like completely lost my train of thought for a second there because I'm like texting my friend back like, when are you free today, girl? I need to talk to you. <laughs> um, okay, yeah, so my male friend, he had dropped out 20-year friendship over uh, because his girlfriend wanted him to. And... So most recently, maybe within the last two weeks, you know, he had reached out to me. And I'm, I'm not interested. But back to my friend and her fiancé. So I had spoke. So after that situation at the supermarket, uh, three weeks went by. And I had spoken to her. Maybe two days ago, three days ago. And the conversation was mostly about Thanksgiving. And I'm saying to myself, so if it wasn't for Thanksgiving, she would not have called me? Now, I want to insert here that she'd usually text me or call me once every three days or so while I would reach out to her like once a week. I'm so sorry. That was so savage. That was savagery just now. I'm so sorry. So, after that day, I didn't get a call or a text from her. And I'm saying to myself, all these years we've known each other, and she was so how quick and how easy it was for her to just cut it, to just cut our relationship. It was so, and from, you know, from my perspective, it was easy. I say that it was easy for her because she never bother to come to me and have a conversation with me about it. I'm the most approachable person that anyone can ever talk to. I am the most non-judgmental person that and I'm so easy to talk to. But yet she chose not to come and have a conversation with me. So when I say it was easy for her to, to cut it, that's what I mean by that. I'm I'm pretty sure that she thought it through and she had her reason as to why she decided to not have a conversation with me about it. And I don't think it's about me. I think it's more about her pride and what she has been hiding all this time that her and her fiancé have been together. And I think that she doesn't want anything else exposed for whatever reason that she has. Now, I'm quite sure 
she sees the difference in her life without me in it. But when you have a distraction, you don't notice until things are quiet. And so being that she lives with her fiancé, the distraction is always there until she goes and does something by herself, like go to the nail salon, go for a walk, go to work, whatever. So it may not have been an easy thing for her, from her perspective, to have to choose between her relationship with me versus her relationship with her fiancé. But my thing is, it's very easy for people to choose their significant other over their relationship with whomever. I'm such a selfless person that I personally would not choose I would find a balance. If my friend did something or said something that was wrong, I would have said something and my friend would have had to go and apologize to my husband, my fiance, my boyfriend. If my husband, fiance, or boyfriend was wrong towards my family member or my friend, I would have said something to him and he would have had to go and apologize and make sure that it will never happen again. That's me. But I've seen since I was 18 years old that people are not that way. They rather go away and keep quiet and feel guilty than to be an adult, take accountability, and just find balance, bring balance. So the thing is, I have been learning not to be cold-hearted, but to be less selfless in this selfish world. The world is selfish and is backwards. And I have to grow thicker skin. You know, there was a point in time where people would do things and it would make me feel rejected and abandoned. And I would either cry or I would get mad and I would do something hateful. And when I would pop them at a distance, they would be like, whoa, where did that come from? Why did she just do that? And I used to take the things that people do personally and offensively when really it didn't have anything to do with me. People were just being themselves, selfish, inconsiderate, smug, narcissistic. People go through their own things in life, like depression and anxiety, multiple personalities, schizophrenia, you know, death. And it never dawned on me to take into consideration 
what they have gone through or to even ask them, what is it that you have experienced? People have their own, you know, turmoil and dysfunction and abuse. They have their own things. But that never dawned on me. I would just take what they've done personally. And there's a piece of me that would like for the people that I interact with to have integrity, to be noble, to be less selfish, to be more considerate, to be appreciative. They're not. They're psychopaths. They're they're psychopaths. That's the truth. And I've learned that there has always been a Judas in my camp. And every time I get rid of a Judas, there will be another one that has been already sitting there in a background a year, two years, three years. So when I get rid of the current Judas, the other Judas who was sitting back in the background, all of a sudden comes forward and I'm like, oh God, you too? So I've gotten to a place where I'm like, you know what, let me just let that Judas stay right there. Because if that Judas just stays right there, I know what to expect, what to do, and what not to do with that specific Judas. I don't have to get to know another Judas all over again. It's like when you're dating, you have to get to know somebody else all over again. So I decided, let that Judas stay right there. Let those psychopaths stay right there. Because if I get rid of those psychopaths, more psychopaths come. Let those stay right there that I know. Because I know what to do and what not to do. Because I know those specific Psychopaths. I know their capacity of thinking. I know what they're going to do before they do it because they have a pattern. Their subconscious things that they do that they're not conscious about. And I notice it. Either I notice it or God reveals it to me. So because of that, I know their patterns and I know their capacity of thinking. So let them stay right there. So with all of that being said, I'm not mad at my friend for basically cutting off our relationship. I think at this point, There won't be any calls or text messages just to say hi or how you doing. I don't want anything. I'm just reaching out to say hi. I think it'll, it's now at a place where I'm reaching out for a reason. I'm okay with that, but then again, I'm not okay with that because I would have preferred for her to have gotten some of my anointing, the anointing of balance, 
and applied that to herself and used it. But she did not. And I guess she figures she has to live her life. And I understand that. And part of me getting a thicker skin is accepting the type of decisions that people make for themselves. They feel that it is best for them, even if I disagree with it. So, another thing that I notice is that everyone around me is in a relationship but me. I'm the single one. Even the whores have several different relationships going on at one time. But I'm the single one. It has been like that all my life. And I'm over 40 years old. I'm always the single one. And that's something that is bothering me because I truly would like the companionship of a man. I would like the, the masculine energy that comes from a man. Men are valuable. When you have a man, people just don't do certain things to you. It's like a form of protection when you have a man. Protection against unruly kids Protection against friends and family trying to take advantage of you. Protection against slum landlords. Men do have value. They are valuable. And I would like that. I'm not jealous of anybody else who's in a relationship. I would never accept the type of men that they accept. Like he would never qualify to get my vagina. And I'm keeping it real. Even though what I just said was sassy, I mean that. A lot of their men operate in, in feminine energy, and that's something that I can't take from a man. I can't take bitch-assness. I can't. I personally need an alpha male. So for that reason, they would never qualify to get my vagina because they're bitch asses. They hadn't learned to control themselves. They hadn't learned to subdue their ego and their pride. They're still childish and immature. and They just come with a lot. And I personally just would not deal with it. I live a very uh, peaceful lifestyle. It's very serene. And I never bother anyone. But people always come for me. Like, what's your reason for coming for me? When I didn't say anything to you and I didn't do anything to you, what's your reason? And then you find out that I have something that they wish they had. I am someone that they aspire to be, but will never be. It's intangible things that they envy about me. And that's why they come for me. They'll never admit that, though. 
But needless to say, tribe, um, so I'm not jealous of anyone that has, that's, you know, in a relationship or engaged or, or married. I really like my married friends more because um, they're busy being married and, and being a wife and being a mother and, and taking care of their children, you know? So in that aspect, I like them better. They don't give me any problems because they're busy. But the ones who are engaged, the ones who are singles, the ones who are whores, oh gosh, man. Gosh. I don't even have too much problem with my male friends. Besides the fact that they want to date me, and that's not even an issue. But I do wish that I could find an alpha male where we can be on the same page and just kind of move forward with life. So anyhow, I have decided that I'm not going to make a decision as of yet um, about doing the same thing that I see other people do. Because the tit-for-tat thing is petty and childish. I used to be the type of person that, y'all remember that cartoon? If you're old enough, it's called G.I. Joe. And they always said, if you can't beat them, join them. And so that's what I used to do. When I see the things that other people are doing, and I would say something about it. They would act like I'm bugging out. I'm reading into it too much. That's not happening. But then when I pulled to them on them, their feelings was hurt. They would get mad. They would get upset. And I'm like, but <clears throat> you just told me that I was reading into it too much. That's not what happened. But now you see how you made me feel when you did what you did when you did it. So... It really was the way that I was perceiving it to be. So I decided that to avoid the fighting, I decided that I was can't beat them, join them. So I started doing it too. And dared anybody to get upset about it. I dared them. But they never did. You know what they did? Cut me off. They cut me off. To this day, I don't speak to them. They don't speak to me, rather. So I don't want to be this 40-plus-year-old woman who's like, if you can't beat them, join it. The same energy you give me, I'm giving it right back to you. It's tit for tat. I don't want to be that person. That's whack. It's petty. It doesn't exude womanhood. So I hadn't made a decision yet as to what it is that I'm going to do. But what I can say is, in my effort to have thicker skin, I am working on being less selfless and accepting that people make the decisions that they feel is best for them. So even if that decision is selfish, 
I have to accept that's what it is. Even if their decision is prideful or childish, I have to accept that it is what it is. I have to accept people for exactly what they are. It's up to me whether I want to keep them close or I want to keep them at a distance. And with me knowing me, I want to keep them at a distance. I'm going to make an effort to not do what's right. I'm going to make an effort because while I'm making a decision to do what's right, other people are making selfish decisions. And I, I'm getting tired of getting the short end of the stick. Not that I want people to give me something back, but I just would like to see people get some of my anointing. Be selfless. Have some integrity. Be noble. Be an adult. Be a woman. But that's not what's going to happen. The reality. That's the reality. That's not what's going to happen. So... I just wanted to come on and share that with you guys because it was on my mind ever since um, I had spoken to my friend about Thanksgiving. And after this year, I, you know, I really don't want her fiancé in my house. I don't want anything to do with him. And being that she already cut the relationship, if I approach him in an adult manner and put him in his place, she's not going to like it. But the way that I see it, I don't have anything to lose. She already made the decision. So what am I losing? <sighs> tribe. Tribe, tribe, tribe. I'm going to go and make myself a cup of tea. Get my day started. And um, over the course of time, I'll make a definitive decision as to what I'm going to do. But for now, I'm not mad at anyone. And um, I'm, I'm not going to be petty. I'm not going to do that. Shalom, tribe. <laughs>